Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We have been discussing chapter 6, Dhyana Yoga, Yoga of Contemplation and Meditation. In the first five chapters, we have seen that Bhagavan defined the word yoga. In chapter 2, Bhagavan defined the word yoga, Samatvam Yoga Uchyade. The yoga is the balance of mind. And then he said, Yoga Karmasu Kaushalam. Yoga is dexterity in action. So that's basically was given as a goal. That yoga is to balance your mind. Your mind should be balanced in all situation, and that's your goal. Then the next three chapters, three, four, and five, basically give us two techniques to achieve that yoga of balancing the mind. The one he said, karma yoga. Do not depend on the karma phala. By giving up the expectations for the results is one technique which we call karma yoga. The other technique given was the giving up the sense of agency, which was called sannyasa. So in these two techniques, we have seen that they have two different modes. One is promoting actions, but without any expectation of the fruits. Other one is promoting inaction, giving up the sense of agency, is giving up actions. They are not mine, I'm not doing anything. So for an average person, it may seem contradictory. The one is promoting actions, other is promoting inaction. Also culturally, we have seen that karma yogi is engaged in actions. Whereas sannyasi has given up all actions. He gives up his job, he gives up his family. So even in olden days, a grahasthi was required to perform certain rituals daily. That he has to perform as a grahasthi. Therefore, as we have seen, he keeps fire in his house, burning all the time, because he needs the fire for performing those rituals. But once he becomes a sannyasi, if he takes sannyasi, he is not required to do any of the actions. So, in the narrow sense, the Karmakanda says that Grihastha is required to perform actions, which are ritualistic actions, and sannyasi is not required to perform those actions. We have seen these two opposite sides of the same coin, but very contrary to each other. So, that can create confusion in our mind that Tyagi or yogi is better, or the sannyasi is better. And therefore, the chapter opened with a clear declaration from Bhagavan, Anasritaha karma phalam karyam karma karoti yaha sa sannyasi such a yogi. So Bhagavan once again extols karma yoga as the very means of achieving this balance of mind. That one who performs actions without depending on the fruits of action he is yogi and a sannyasi both. Because a sannyasa cannot be achieved or yoga cannot be achieved by renouncing actions. And therefore, both achieve the same goal of samatvam, the balance of mind which we are looking for. 
therefore bhagwan said the sanyasam iti prahuhu yogam tam vidhi pandavah know that sanyas is the same thing what they call yoga one who has not given up the sankalpa he cannot become yogi so both are same but depending on progress in your evolutionary process of reaching lower to the higher you can choose one or the other so in the third verse we have seen arurukshyo mune yogam karma karanam uchyate if you are still not there you know establish yourself in yoga then karma is the means the karma is prescribed if i can't balance my mind i know that i can lose the balance of my mind when the situation occurs which is not conducive i think i keep my mind balanced when things are going well i act very rationally it's only when things are not going right that i become irrational this irrationality bhagwan says shows that you have no control over your mind situation affecting you and you blaming the situation but the root cause is that you have no control over your mind so the mind is taking away the peace in your inner self and therefore bhagwan said that keep doing actions without expectations that's your exercise continue working on that yoga rudrasya dasyeva samah karanam uchyate but one who has balanced his mind one who has achieved the state of yoga for him samah inactivity quiescence of mind and that the mind has no desire no thoughts of achieving something thoughts he doesn't become thoughtless but he does not have really any goal of achieving something which he does not have because he feels complete all our plans for achieving things are because we feel incomplete without my car i'm incomplete i need my car so things which makes me incomplete i try to achieve from outside the world and bhagwan said that is sankalpa when you feel incomplete and you have to get something out of this world that's a power of sankalpa in your mind you create a situation you really create a scenario that if i have this then i will feel complete if i come here on any kind of student visa or h1 visa only if i can get green card then everything will be solved once i get green card things will be perfectly fine so that becomes a sankalpa overarching desire who is considered to be yoga rudras one who has balanced his mind that he has the control over his mind yadahi na indriyarthesu na karmasu anusajjate here is the litmus test that if i do not get attached to sense objects it does not mean that i do not use sense objects but i use them for utility they provide i feel thirsty and i drink water i feel hungry and i eat food but i don't get attached to them and i have to have this amras every day that's an attachment enjoying mango juice is not a problem getting attached to that taste is a problem So Bhagavan said, one who doesn't attach to the sense objects, he used this sense objects for whatever the utility they provide for maintaining my life, but not getting attached to them. If they are not there tomorrow, I will still be the same person. Na karma suvanu sajjate. This part is even more difficult. 
we can probably get detached from sense objects, but my own actions I am very attached. Therefore, we have discussed many, many times before, retiring is not that easy. Something which I get used to of doing all my life, I know it very well because I am not retired yet. It is very difficult to give up actions which you are performing and getting used to of them. Those actions define myself. Neil, who are you? I am an architect. And the first thing comes out of your mouth is, I am an architect because that defines who you are. That is attachment. But then we go on, oh no, 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 that is your profession. Who are you? Oh, I am a son of such and such. Well, that is your relationship. We continue this inquiry of defining ourselves and we miserably fail in the end because everything we define ourselves is some kind of a relationship, some kind of a acquisition, some kind of in a position, but not really who you are. That Bhagavan says is attachment to your actions. You call yourself an architect because you are attached to your profession. You call yourself a father because you are attached to your relationship with yourself. Those attachments are to my actions. So, Bhagavan says, Indriyarthesho, not to the sense objects. I am not attached to my son, but that is, I am not attached to my actions, my profession. That is attachment and action. See, both somebody has given up. That does not mean he does not have a relationship or he does not work, but he considers that as part of this world where I have to function. Sarva Sankalpa Sanyasi. So, these words come time and again, and therefore we obviously have to understand them as thoroughly as we can. So, sankalpa, the word comes in our culture all the time as we discussed last time. When you go to do puja, Panditji will ask you to make sankalpa, that this puja I am doing it for such and such. The sankalpa is samyak kalpana and the word samyak literally means overarching, which encompasses everything, nothing is left out. That is samyak kalpana. When there is an overarching desire in my mind that I want to get this, that is sankalpa. Firm determination that my happiness lies there and I must get it. So, therefore, Panditji says when you are doing a puja, you have to sankalpa, samyak kalpana that by doing this puja, I shall get this. That is sankalpa. Our mind does that sankalpa all the time. The only problem is it continues to change sankalpa. So Bhagavan said, this mind has this capacity to jump from one sankalpa to another sankalpa and that creates variety of desire. In Mahabharat, there is a statement which says, Kamaha janame te mulam, O desire, I know your roots, that your roots are sankalpa. I know that you are born out of sankalpa. The desire which is defining me. So, Upanishads also say, the self is nothing but the identification with desire which I consider to be me. In Mahabharata, it says, Oh desire, I know your roots. You are born out of Sankalpa and therefore I will never think about it. So, you will be destroyed with your own roots. If I do not have Sankalpa, I do not think of a Sankalpa, then there will not be any desire and I can kill the desire. Sarva Sankalpa Sanyasi. Therefore, the word Sarva, because Sankalpa is constantly changing. We constantly change our overarching desire. Today, this is what I want to achieve. 
and then tomorrow it changes. Unless we curb that urge to create new sankalpa, I cannot become a sannyasi. So he said, Sarva Sankalpa Sannyasi, one who has given up all sankalpas, such a person, Yoga Rudhataduchyate, that person is considered established in yoga. If I feel complete, I will not have a desire to achieve anything overarchingly. I will have needs and I'll fulfill my needs. I need water because I'm thirsty, I need food because I'm hungry, I need job because I need to make a living. Those are normal things we do. But when there is sankalpa, this is what I need to get so that I feel happy. Bhagavan says, that's sankalpa. And one who gives up that sense of sankalpa, he becomes yoga rudhata duchyade. If you find yourself in that situation, then now you have no desire to achieve anything. Bhagavan said, you are yoga rudha. At that point, for such a person, inactivity. And in fact, from the scriptural point of view, the time comes when you have to stop your activity. So Swamiji says here, it is a sin not to act when you are required to act. But it is also equally dangerous if you continue acting when you are not required to act. And therefore, we used to have those uh, ashrams. Brahmacharya Ashram, Grahasthashram, Vanapasthashram, Sanyasthashram. You have to reach a point in your life where inactivity is your goal. Stop and then start working not for the self but on the self, Swami said. So start working on your own self. Uddharat Atmana Atmanam Na Atmanam Avasadayat. It seems like there are two me. One is watching me and one is working me. That watching me is constantly deciding what needs to be done. So what we call our own conscience. That we feel this is right, but then my pragmatic thoughts say, no, that may not be very useful. So let's go and do that. This watching me is the my higher self. Or consider that which has a clear vision of what is right and what is wrong. That is constantly watching me. Therefore, I think I should have a cup of tea. There are two I. One who thinks, one who wants a cup of tea. So, this watching me is the one who can guide you. And Bhagavan said, Uddharet Atmana Atmanam. Let your lower self, lower self, the working me, to be raised out of this sansar, this jagat which is constantly changing, raise that lowers that working me by the help of their watching me. Then my own conscience can help me get out of the sorrows of day-to-day life. If I become friend with that, if I listen to that voice, na atmanam avasadayet, don't let this working me drown in this world of sorrows and, and day-to-day rut. Atmevahi Atmano Banduhu. That watching me can be my friend if I allow him to be my friend. So it is my own willingness. This working me has to be willing to be friend with that watching me and take his advice. If I take his advice, then he becomes friend of mine and he gives me guidance. Once I follow that guidance, that will help. Atmeva Atmano Banduhu, 
Atmeva Ripu Atmana. But I don't listen to him, then my own conscience, then it almost becomes like an enemy. Then enemy is, he will empower me to do wrong things. In Christian thought, it says Satan. It gives me power to do wrong things. I have a wrong idea of where my happiness lies. And I have all the energy provided my own self, my own consciousness to go on a wrong path. Not allowing him to advise me, I make him my enemy. The Bhagavan said, don't let yourself drown in this world of sansar by not listening to your higher self. Make him your friend and you will be able to cross this world of sorrows. Banduhu atmanaha atmaha tasya ena atmeva atmana jitaha anatmanahatu satrutve vartet atmeva satruvat. If you allow that higher self, the voice within you, and we all know that there is a voice behind you. When I do something wrong, I already knew beforehand that this may not be right. But then my pragmatic me came to the conclusion, yeah, it may be, but it seemed like everybody's investing in stock market right now. The market is going higher and higher and higher. I may get lost. The bitcoins. One side tells me this seems like not a very stable investment. Other side says, everybody's making money, you will be left out, Neil. That working me is not listening to that watching me. And therefore, I said, Atmanatu satrutve vartet atme satruvat. As if your enemy, he will allow you to do this wrong thing, make you lose money, make you go through sorrows. But one who has made that watching me his friend, he will ask for advice and follow the advice. So, like a good friend, will stop you from doing anything wrong. Well, you are you have taken too many drinks at the party, don't drive. The good friend will say, I'll drive you back home. Conscience will tell you, this is not right. And at that point, if you take that advice and stop doing it, oh, thank God I didn't do that. It's something told me inside, this is not right. And that's how I saved myself. Bhagavan said, listen to your inner voice. That voice is my voice. I work through you. And I tell you what is right and what is wrong. As long as you make me your friend, I'll be there to help you. If you don't listen to me, I'll still empower you to do whatever wrong thing you want to do. We will stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om